There's a theme in our readings this weekend, everyone, that more than likely confuses us. It might perplex us to use a really big fancy word. It just frankly might bug us. And the theme is not only found in the readings this weekend, it's actually found in the whole Bible, Old Testament and New. And the theme would be this, that the people of Israel are God's specially chosen people. That should be nothing new to you. It's very present in the entire Bible, up and down. That of all the nations on earth, God's most special nation is Israel. Of all the cities in the world, his favorite city, Jerusalem. Of all the mountains and hills, his most favorite mountain, Mount Zion, the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, in Israel. Let's take it a step further. We could easily say that the God of the Bible, the God that you and I worship and proclaim, the God of the Bible is a choosing and electing God. And that bugs us. Here's further proof that God is a choosing and electing God. Let's look at the Old Testament. He chooses Abel and not his brother Cain. God choosing. He chooses Jacob, the second born, and names him Israel and not Esau, the firstborn. He chooses King David to be the king of Israel and not Saul. So if you don't believe me that God of the Old Testament and New is a choosing and electing God, then we're not facing the facts. Now, why does that bug us? Well, if there's one remaining capital sin in 21st American culture, it would be what I just said, being exclusive. And yet we have all kinds of evidence that God's a choosing, electing, dare I say, exclusive God? Did you know that you worshiped an exclusive God? Did you know that? Where's the catch? Everyone, the catch is found in the fact that yes, God chose Israel, and that must be wrestled with, but he chose her not for itself, right? That the people of Israel would get in the most trouble when they forgot the fact that they were chosen for the world. They were, in a sense, chosen for mission. Yes, chosen, but not for themselves. Chosen for another. Chosen to be a light to the nations. So our first reading from Isaiah, what did we say? My house shall be a house of prayer for all nations. What did we just sing in the psalm? Let all the nations on earth praise you. That yes, Israel has been chosen, but not chosen for herself. Chosen, in a sense, to be sent. 
Okay, you didn't come for a history lesson, did you? This is the only way we can understand the New Testament. It's the only way we can understand Jesus. It's the only way we can understand the church. It's the only way we can understand baptism. It's the only way we can understand grace. Chosen. When Jesus chose his 12 apostles, how many did he choose? I just told you the answer. 12. Why? To evoke the 12 tribes of Israel. Chosen and then sent. Everyone, the language of baptism in the life of the church is language of choosing, of electing. But for the sake of not ourselves, for the sake of mission, for the sake of the world, I'm guessing that most of us here are baptized. And we might say, well, I'm baptized because my great-grandma was Catholic, and my grandparents were Catholic, and my parents were Catholic, and well, I guess I just happen to be Catholic too. There are no accidents in God. Being baptized is about being chosen. Being chosen by God as adopted sons and daughters, but not chosen for ourselves, right? Where do we as Catholics get in the most trouble? When we just pat ourselves on the back and say, wow, isn't it great being part of this club? That's how Israel got in trouble. We are made for mission. Chosen, yes. Elected, yes. But not in some kind of weird way. Chosen to be sent. Do you see yourself as part of the mission of the church? Do we see ourselves as chosen for not ourselves, but for the sake of the world? May all the nations on earth praise you. May we understand our participation in the mission.